Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evan Wickham, and I am one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. It's Thursday, September 7th, and I'm about to lead you in our bread practice, which is our community's way of reading through the scriptures this year. And bread is an acronym, which stands for Breathe, Read, Encounter, Apply, Devote. Our hope in recording these podcasts is to equip you to practice bread on your own, and you really can take anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes or longer in one bread practice. It's really up to you. We're going to do this for about eight to 10 minutes right now, and so what you're going to need is a Bible, a journal, and a pen. And uh, as we begin, we start with the letter B, and that's to breathe. Find a space that's free from distraction so you can be still and present to the voice of the Spirit. And just acknowledge that He's good. Like Psalm 73 says, Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. No matter how you're coming to this, maybe you have doubts or serious suffering going on in your life. Or maybe you're in a really good place and you're thankful for that. Wherever we're coming from, All of us are coming to the same source right now. The Creator God revealed in Jesus Christ, who is ultimately good. So Holy Spirit, would you come and breathe on us as we breathe in your presence? Let's take a moment just to breathe in and then breathe out a prayer of gratitude. Just a few words. Maybe for you it's, thank you, Jesus. Just say his name. And thank him for all that he's done for you. Let's just stay in this place for a few more moments. Now we come to our read. Our reading today is from Hebrews 7. At any point in this recording, feel free to pause and reflect if you need more time. And of course, if a word or phrase jumps out to you, that's what you're going to want to write down in the read portion of your journal. Hebrews 7. This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness, then also king of Salem, which means king of peace. Without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the Son of God, he remains a priest forever. Just think how great he was. Even the patriarch Abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder. Now the law requires the descendants of Levi who become priests to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their fellow Israelites, even though they also are descended from Abraham. This man, however, did not trace his descent from Levi, yet he collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. And without doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. 
In the one case, the tenth is collected by people who die, but in the other case, by him who is declared to be living. One might even say that Levi, who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham, because when Melchizedek met Abraham, Levi was still in the body of his ancestor. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come, one in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron? For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belonged to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. And what we have said is even more clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears, one who has become a priest not on the basis of a regulation as to his ancestry, but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. For it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The former regulation is set aside because it was weak and useless, for the law made nothing perfect. And a better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath. But he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priests men in all their weaknesses, but the oath which came after the law appointed the Son, who has been made perfect forever. This is the word of the Lord. As we read that chapter, was there a word or phrase that caught your attention? If you haven't written it down in your journal, go ahead and do that now. Maybe even read out loud what you wrote. And now we move to E, encounter. What emotions are you feeling from what God might be saying to you right now? Is there something God might want you to notice about himself? Or perhaps notice about yourself? Write a short reflection on what you think God might be saying to you.
Now turn your focus outward. Based on what you've been reflecting on during this practice, what might God want you to live out toward others today? Maybe it's a command to obey or a truth to live into. What's one thing you can do practically to accomplish the heart of God today in your relationships? for our last step, write a prayer of devotion to God. This is the D section of bread. Express yourself to Him. Tell Him how you feel toward Him. Be honest. Remember the goal of bread is union with God, loving relationship. We don't just read the scripture for information or even motivation, but for loving union with the Creator God who adopted us into His family we trust in Jesus Christ for salvation and he's here with you right now he loves you express your response to him Thanks so much for being with me today as we practice bread together. We just read Hebrews 7. Hope you can join me for Hebrews 8 tomorrow. Uh, may the Lord bless and keep you. Grace and peace.